Thank you for joining us today for our study about joy. We'll be quoting from the English Standard Version of the Bible, the ESV. The Bible has a lot to say about joy, but sometimes it seems like God's joy just isn't there when we need it. Let's consider some things about joy that you can use today. We're going to talk about how God wants you to have joy, how you can have joy when life is hard, and how joy overflows in praise to God. Do you know that God wants you to have joy? The Apostle Paul knew it. He wrote in Romans 15:13, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Jesus knew it too. In John 15:11, Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Even Moses knew it. When God brought his people out of slavery in Egypt and was about to bring them into the promised land, he revealed that he wanted to give his people joy. And there, in the promised land, you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your households, in all that you undertake, in which the Lord our God has blessed you, it says in Deuteronomy 12.7. If Moses and Paul and Jesus knew it, you can know it too. In fact, the gift of the promised land is far from the only thing God ever promised to give to his children in order to give them joy. In Psalm 113.9, it says, He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus told a parable about some servants, representing God's people, who had been given a task by their master, representing God. To the servant who performed the task well, the master said in verse 21, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. One of the most important gifts God has given to each of us to bring us joy, to give us a reason to rejoice, is each other. In 1 Corinthians 12, 24 through 26, it says, God has so composed the body of Christ the church, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. You can share your joy with your brothers and sisters in Christ when you rejoice, and you can experience theirs when they rejoice. But the greatest source of joy is in Psalm 16, verse 11, where David says to God, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The privilege of being able to be in God's presence is the only reason we need to have joy. In fact, when God became present personally on earth, he brought with him an explosion of joy. In John 2, 10, and 11, an angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. You and I need to never forget that Jesus is the source of all joy, and with Him in our lives, we never need to be without joy. These things I have spoken to you my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full that your joy may be full i have a gift to give to you there's a place you can walk into where your joy will be full where your joy will be full so come on in and rejoice in me in my presence there is joy
search you the path of life that your joy may be full that your joy may be full for the friendless family every part is a part of me where your joy will be full where your joy will be That's all pretty easy to say, but sometimes, even though we know we have Jesus and we know that's something to be happy about, it's hard to make those emotions happen. The reason it's hard is because God doesn't intend for us to make ourselves feel happy all of the time. That's not what joy is. In fact, the Bible teaches that it is possible to have joy even in the most unhappy of circumstances. Count it all joy, my brothers, it says in James 1, 2, and 3, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Nehemiah 8.10 encourages us for those times. Do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can have joy when life is hard. So what do those trials look like? Here's a description Jesus gave in Luke 6:22 and 23. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for so their fathers did to the prophets. In 1 Corinthians 8, 1 and 2, Paul describes the joy being experienced by a very impoverished church. We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia, for in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. Those scriptures show us something about joy. Joy is not the same thing as happiness. Joy is a quality of living, a cheerful, positive, contented attitude, and understanding that no matter what things look like, because of His love, God is bringing about the best possible outcome. It is not just an emotion. The Bible indicates that you can choose to have joy in a difficult circumstance. David said, I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul. That's in Psalm 31, 7. Did you notice that he did not say, I will rejoice because you have removed my affliction? David rejoiced during his negative circumstance, and you can rejoice during yours, too. 
In 2 Corinthians 7, 4, Paul said to a church he had founded, I am acting with great boldness towards you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. Paul was experiencing affliction, but he was also experiencing joy. Peter was writing about the hope we have of salvation in Jesus when he said the following, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. That's in 1 Peter 1, 6-9. Even in times when you can't sense the presence of Jesus, you can rejoice because you know the salvation he has provided is available to you. So many things can happen to you People may hate and people may exclude Someone may say that you are evil It's never easy to be spurned by people But when I count all the things that happen The answer I get is always certain One, I count it joy Two, I count it joy Sometimes I'm feeling my poverty That's when I turn to generosity Sometimes my trials seem to have no answers But the testing of my faith brings steadfastness I count again the things that happen Knowing that I have reward in heaven Five, I count it joy Six, I count it joy Because they only last a little while And I know the testing of my faith Will result in glory and praise For Jesus Christ who sees my distress I'm filled with joy that I cannot express My tribulations will last very long And while they do, my joy makes me strong I count it joy
Do you know what happens when the joy of the Lord flows into your heart? Joy overflows in praise to God. Listen to the end of the story of someone experiencing hardship. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. That's in Psalm 126, verses 5 and 6. In Psalm 105:43, speaking about God's people's release from slavery, it says, So he brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing. The writer of Psalm 92 says in verse 4, For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. In Psalm 35, 27, David says, Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. The book of Revelation paints a picture of the church of Christ still rejoicing at the end of time. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. That's Revelation 19, 6 and 7. You are a member of that multitude. You can start rehearsing now for the biggest praise service in the history of the universe. When the people came into the promised land, they gave a shout and song, and they threw up their hands. There was praise for God from every girl and boy. They had sown in tears, but they were reaping joy. Lord, we sing to you, and we shout for joy. You have saved us all from those that would destroy. Lord, your
Let those who delight in thy righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice! Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like a roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give Him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. God wants you to have joy. You can have joy when life is hard, and joy overflows in praise to God. I hope you take the time to look up some of the scripture verses we've talked about here, but if you only have a little bit of time and you want to read more about joy, try 1 Peter 1, 3-9, or Romans 5, 2-5. Thank you for studying the Bible with us. We look forward to seeing you again next time. <laughs>